Hi, my name is Leo Fernandez, and you listen to the First Team Podcast. Who's your host, John Frashante. country on this week's show i am gonna review the cosmos draw against the atlanta silverbacks preview the eddies and the wednesday night soccer matchup against the silverbacks once again it's a home and away series this time the cosmos hit the road on a short turnaround and take on the atlanta silverbacks and we talked to paul paul from gorilla talk and he has been on the show, and he talked about the trust before, but this time we're talking about the Silverbacks, the result. What should we watch out for? Should we see a rotated squad? Which is the most surprising news, is that we may not see a rotated squad for the Silverbacks. So, it's going to be a very tough week, because the Cosmos are coming off a draw, which it was a must-win. A must-win match for the New York Cosmos. Because we lost points against the Fury, against the Eddies at Clark Stadium. And now we lose two points because we should have got the victory at home. And that's the problem for this team is that we're not getting the job done. When we're supposed to. That's at home. At home you're supposed to. Get the victory at home. You have your supporters. On your side. The 12th man. As people call. The home supporters. Why aren't we getting the job done. So we have some quotes. From the post match press conference. With Giovanni Sarraisa. So we're going to. Just discuss these quotes because very important news of what's going wrong with the Cosmos. Gio Savarese has says that I think today we found space and by today he means on Sunday against the Silverbacks. We moved the ball well and we were able to create chances and they were. But the end result was that they weren't able to put the ball in the back of the net. Savarese goes on to say that we just need to be a little more aggressive, which is true. Lucky is very aggressive. And all of a sudden, it looks like he's stepping down and he's not being that very aggressive attacking player that he is. We need to get in at the near post and do a little more. We need to be able to predict things in the box to get those chances. But I thought overall, it was a very good performance. And it was. It was a very great performance. The Silverback scored first. And when they scored, I personally thought, like, what's going wrong? Uh, What else can go wrong with this team? And the Cosmos come back, and they get the equalizing goal. A great, a great goal. Uh, A very exciting one, too, because supporters were going crazy because the Cosmos finally got that equalizing goal that uh, looked like at times that the Cosmos were going to maybe get that Winning goal later on in the match. And it just didn't happen. Uh, some more quotes from GL saying, We know now teams are going to come and look for a set piece while defending the entire match. But I thought today we were much better than we've been. We've created chances. It was very positive today. And and that's the end result for GL is creating the most chances. And that's very important in a match is creating those chances. 
Some supporters may say they didn't create enough chances. But to Gio, to the team, they created the most chances that they could. Some more quotes from Lucky saying, Right now it's tough, but there's a lot of positives. Sometimes there's just a game of football. We have to, to continue being positive and working hard. The goals are going to come. And they are. It's just, it's a struggle. And Cosmo supporters may think uh, that this may go on forever. This may go on for the rest of the season, but it's not going to. It's that the team is just struggling. It, they're experiencing a bump in the road. And every team experiences this. It's not that you have the best players or you spend the most money that you're not going to experience this. You are. So when the Cosmos lose their match here and there, you can't get hard on the team. You can't say, well, they're messing up. They should be winning every match. But you can't win any every match. That's the problem. That you can't win every match. Me personally... I get upset about the team is when we keep on losing and dropping points. But you have to accept the fact is that the team has been playing hard. That the that the squad has went undefeated in the spring season. A small part of the fall season undefeated. That was very important this season. And they struggled at times. They lost a couple of matches here and there. Those were struggles. Sometimes they may have been problems. But they have been resolved. And right now the team, as Lucky said, we have to continue to being positive and working hard. And if they do that, the goals will come. A sad part that happened in the match against the Silverbacks was that Raul rolled his right ankle. In the 53rd minute, it was maybe a play that Cosmo supporters probably worried about the most because they don't want to see the star, Raul, our star striker, be hurt for the rest of the season. Gio has said he's hurting. When he steps and makes a movement, he feels pain there. That's why he couldn't come. He couldn't continue in the game. We'll have to analyze tomorrow exactly what he has, but it doesn't seem to be something very serious. So to assume that it's not serious, that's great. But I really want to see the official results, the uh, the tests that come out from the club saying that it's nothing serious. That will be great for everyone because... Again, Raul is a very important piece to this squad. He's played most of the matches. And he's just a warrior out there. At his age, people just attacked him and said, Why is he signing with the Cosmos? Uh, he's not going to be the best player. Uh, he's not going to perform to the highest level. And he sort of... Silence those haters. He's played almost every minute besides some injuries that he had, some resting that Gio wanted to do, and he's played as hard as he could. He gave his best. Uh, he scored as many goals as he personally could. He's a playmaker on the field. As with the Cosmos, he's not that goal scorer anymore. He's trying to be that playmaker. He's deep in the midfield. So uh, he's not going to have so many chances. Maybe as he had with Real Madrid. But he's going to be that playmaker. As we talked about on this show in the past. In the preseason that Raul was going to be a playmaker. Set up as many goals as he could. Uh, and be a force to be reckoned with on the pitch. And, th and that's what he is. When he's healthy, he's the best player. And that's what we're worrying about right now is that to assume that it's not serious by Gio saying that after the match, great. But I personally want to see uh, the results from the doctors. 
we didn't see a statement from the club yet about his condition, about are we going to see him Wednesday night at Silverbacks Park. I don't know about that one. As a precaution, we may not see him. Uh, we will talk about that later on in the show because the Cosmos are going to play on a short turnaround at Silverbacks Park on Wednesday night. Then they are going to play Sunday afternoon, same start time, 5 p.m. against the Eddies at home. So that's great. It gives them some more time to practice, to rehab, especially if this is a very serious thing for Raul. Hopefully not, but if it is, there is some more time to rehab from this injury. So, a 1-1 draw, take it as it is, positive results, go on to the away trip to Atlanta and hopefully get a better result on the road, get three points, come back home and try to get some redemption against the Eddies because that road match at Clark Stadium wasn't a great one. But we saw a rotated squad. So maybe that was the reason why they, they didn't get the job done. But even though we put a rotated squad out against the Eddies, we should have got the job done. The conditions, that could have played a factor, but we don't want to hear that excuse. So going on with previewing the Silverbacks. I know we talked about the Silverbacks last week. We talked to Gary Smith. The same team, nothing has changed. But we talked to Paul from Guerrilla Talk just to get his take on the 1-1 draw. Are we going to see a rotated squad? We talked about the trust. Talked about uh, are, like what are we going to see uh, attendance-wise at Silverbacks Park on a Wednesday night. Attendance at Silverbacks Park has been good. Has been steady. So... We talked to Paul from Guerrilla Talk about all that. Uh, and also, tomorrow, we are going to be on Guerrilla Talk as well. So, you can check out that episode of Guerrilla Talk. We talked about the Cosmos, and we talked about the upcoming matchup, uh, and everything surrounding the New York Cosmos. So, here is Paul from Guerrilla Talk. Uh, at home against the Silverbacks. So what were that's Gorilla Talk, how are you tonight, Paul? I'm doing very well, John. How you doing? I'm doing good, thanks. So let's start talking about the 1-1 draw at home against the Silverbacks. So what were your feelings about this uh, one-all draw? Well, it was the sixth time this season that the Silverbacks have come from a winning position and drawn. Now we haven't we haven't come from a winning position to a losing position all season. That's good, but so that's uh, that's twelve points we've dropped this season. And man, those twelve points that that would put us way up in the playoffs. So uh, a little disappointed. Um, was very disappointed the previous week with the with the the draw with the Scorpions, the three three draw with the Scorpions, where we had a two goal lead on them twice. Um, so I, I I think I. This, the playoffs are slipping now, and I think everything from this point out is must win, and we got to have some help. Otherwise, I don't think we're getting the playoffs. Uh, a little disappointed to see that uh, the league decided to uh, punish Gary Smith for his uh, complaints after the Scorpions match. I thought he had some legitimate complaints, but uh, got him got him suspended for this match. But uh, club was in good hands, and I think I think things went pretty well. I was very was generally pleased with what I've what I've read. Of course. You know, being here in Atlanta, we're part of the 99.3% of the country that does not get one world sports. Uh, so they didn't they didn't allow us to see that game. So, and uh, I had to work on Sunday night, so I couldn't couldn't go couldn't justify go sitting in a bar for a couple hours and then going to work. I didn't think that would go over particularly well. But uh, looking forward to Wednesday night. It's going to be a good one. I think uh, going to get a decent crowd. Weather forecast is finally good. We've had about 10 straight days of rain. So uh, I hope we can get a good crowd out there and maybe even more than the 3,300 or so that you had uh, on Sunday afternoon. So with Gary Smith being suspended, with NASL rules, he was able to communicate with his bench. So that's a great rule in place. Yeah, it kind of makes me wonder. Um, 
if he can communicate with the bench and tell them, basically tell them what to do, what's the point of the suspension? He can't stand on the sidelines and yell at the fourth official, but I mean, other than that, where's the harm? You know, he's sitting up in the press box or wherever he's sitting watching the match, get on the phone, call his buddy, say, hey, uh, sub that guy out, put this guy in, you know. It kind of seems silly. So Wednesday night soccer uh, at Silverbacks Park. Are we expected to see a rotated squad with this uh, short turnaround? No, uh, we are. Uh, you know, we, this is at, the, at this point in the poker game, we have taken all our chips and we've pushed them in the middle of the table. We are all in. Um, just four matches to go. And just telling everybody, look, I know you've been playing on this turf through the hot summer here in Atlanta, and you're tired, and your legs are tired, but we we have we got to win, so we got to put our best eleven out there. Uh, we've played two straight matches now, where we went from that three-five-two formation we were doing to a four-five-one. So I think that concession is to put four at the back and kind of help some a couple of the older guys like Simon Mensing there in the central defense who has uh, got some tired legs, you know, it's late season legs. It's October, and his, his legs, I'm sure, are, are pretty sore. So uh, get four people in the back and help out a little bit on defense. I think that's the only real concession we're doing. Uh, otherwise, it's almost the exact same lineup, uh, making sure that uh, that uh, we're putting our best 11 out there. What are we expected to see crowd-wise at Silverback Park on Wednesday night? Yeah, you know, midweek matches, um, a couple of weeks, two or three weeks ago, we had a midweek match and, and got, uh, I think it was a Tuesday night matchup against Minnesota, had uh, about 2,500 or so, I think, with the Cosmos in town, I think that's going to be, uh, that's going to bump it up a little bit, there'll be some people that show up, just kind of, you know, check out the Cosmos, and, you know, you're the big team in the league, and you know, everybody wants to come see the big team in the league, so. I think that's a circle date on the calendar. I think it has been all season. So I think I think it should be a pretty good crowd. The the spring season, we played you here in Atlanta on a Saturday, and that was the best crowd of the season. I think the official attendance was about 5,600. And can we get a score prediction from you? I know the first one was correct, but they won one draw. And that's probably the first time I've saw someone get a score prediction correct. So can you do it a second time? Dude, that's like the second time in my life I've ever gotten a soccer score prediction correct. Um, I don't know how anybody ever does that. Just totally correct. Um, you know, I suspect that since we don't play next weekend, that we're going to be a little more up for this one. That you you you've got your eye a little bit on the Eddies coming to town. I know you're flying right back to New York. You got to play the Eddies there the next weekend. So I, I suspect we're going to be a little maybe a little more up for it. Um, you're you're playing for home field advantage. We're playing for our playoff lives. So I think I think that little edge. I think if we get a good crowd, get a good vibrant crowd, they're not going to be competing with college football. Brave season is thankfully over. So I think uh, I think we're going to get a get a good good result here. I could see a two one or even a three one win. <coughs> Excuse me. Last time we talked to you, we talked about the Silverbacks. I mean the the trust for the supporters yeah. in Atlanta. So is there an update on this maybe rumors about a potential ownership group and how is the trust going on so far? Well, the major development, the only real major development uh, we can talk about is that on last Friday, Mark Frisch, who's the owner of the Jacksonville Armada, who's the recently elected uh, board chair of the board chair of the Board of Governors of the North American Soccer League, uh, on his uh, radio show, the Armada Soccer Show, which is uh, on, on also podcast, I think it's available on SoundCloud, stated that Atlanta is a very important market for the league and that they need to figure it out. Um, I think he was sending a message. Uh, I think he was sending a message to the Silverbacks fans loud and clear. Hey, um, you're not dead. We we want you to survive. We've got some work to do. We got to figure it out. Um, a uh, buddy of mine who uh, has been on Grill Talk a few times, Daryl Jones, he, he's with the, their podcast, the Armada Breakfast Club. He he sent me a message almost immediately because he was listening live. And so immediately we started tweeting it out. I sent that tweet out, and less than two minutes later, Mark Frisch himself replied, uh, just encouraging words, just, you know, hey, you know, we like what you're doing. We like the idea. you got a lot of work to do. we all got a lot of work to do, but, you know, we're, we're, we're all in on this. So, uh the the trust itself is making good progress. We've got uh, some I's to dot and some T's to crosses of, in terms of uh, legal issues and sort. 
but uh, once we do that, I think uh, I think things are going to really start to take off. That kind of gives a, uh, an air of legitimacy to it, which it's right now. So if people want to maybe donate uh, to the trust, how can they do that and spread the word as well? Uh, the website is nasl.atlantatrust.org. On that website, there's also a link to a uh, petition. Uh, I know there's uh, well over 200 people that have signed that petition. Uh, we're hoping to get a lot more. Uh, we're going to talk talk that up this coming Wednesday at the match, try to get as many people as we can to sign that petition. Uh, you can pledge. You can pledge as, as much or as little as you can right now. Uh, once all the, the legal stuff is in place, uh, we'll be electing a board and doing all that stuff that the trust would do and, and hopefully working very closely with the league to try to make sure that the Silverbacks are still around next season. Thanks, Paul, for coming on. I wish you the best of luck with the trust, and hopefully it's a very successful campaign as well, and uh, hoping for a very entertaining match as well on Wednesday night. Well, thank you. Thank you. do appreciate your time. do appreciate your help with the publicity. That was Paul from Gorilla Talk, and please donate to the, uh, the trust Save the Silverbacks. That's a great campaign to support because we don't want to see a NASL club die. We don't want to see supporters of a club that they love, they support, they have season tickets, uh, just go without a fight. But they are fighting for their club, and that's great to see, uh, and that's why they need our support. So, moving on. Well, before we move on, let's just talk about Gary Smith, and that's the manager of the Atlanta Silverbacks. He was suspended... And a weird rule in the NASL states that when a manager is suspended, he can still manage his team. He can still attend the match. He has to sit in the press box. And he's able to communicate his bench by a headset. And on One World Sports, J.P. Della Camera, Shep, and Mike Pecky were questioning the rule we're saying why can he communicate with his bench uh this rule is not in place in other leagues throughout the world not in mls as well and i just think it gives a different approach to the league it shows that we can be different even though we're in the same country another thing about the league is well it doesn't matter if you got suspended because you're able to communicate you're able to Tell the players the way you want them to play. Give your strategy, even though you're suspended and you're not on the sideline. But that doesn't make sense for some people because he's suspended and he's able to manage his team. So it goes both ways. So I feel like it's cool because it gives the NASL a different approach with a different rule with other leagues. And two, other people may hit the rule just because he's suspended. He shouldn't have a say. I've never, never experienced this happening in this league before. It was very surprising that he got suspended because a lot of Cosmo supporters just didn't know that he was suspended. Uh, And so on. So, what are your thoughts on that rule in the NASL? If you have any thoughts... Tweet us at one team pod, or you can comment on our Auto Boom channel below. So, moving on, talking about the Eddies and the Eddies, the Eddies, the Eddies. Um, a tough team to face, and we lost. We lost last week at Clark Stadium. This time, they come to Hofstra. And what should we expect out of this team? New York Cosmos, FC Edmonton, at home on a Sunday kickoff. We should expect a strong side. And I say this with so much confidence. We need to get the results. And that's plain and simple. We need to get the results. That means that we need to try to get the three points on the road against the Silverbacks. Try to get revenge 
against the Eddies at home. That's what we're trying to do. So, we're going to try to put the strongest squad out there that's possible. So, if Raul is hurt, well, we can't put him out there. So, we're going to try to put the strongest squad out there. Or, that's what I'm hoping that the Cosmos do. The keys to the Silverbacks match. Let's get that done. The keys to winning and getting the three points against the Silverbacks is one, putting the strongest squad out there. Two, dominating the match. Possession-wise, the midfield was great. We with Marco Senna. He just needs to dominate the match a bit more. And those are the keys to beating the Silverbacks on the road. Is dominating the match. The defense has to be stronger. Has to be more confident in their game. Has to be strong. If we go to Atlanta and do all those things, we will get the job done. Also, we have to create a lot more chances. We create so many chances, but we never convert with a goal. That's what we have to do against the Silverbacks and against the Eddies as well. It's going to be a tough week because it's going to be dependent on what happens in Atlanta. Who's going to start there? Are we going to see a rotated squad because of another short turnaround against the Eddies at home on Sunday? So we may see a rotated squad just because we have that depth and we want to rest some players as well. Cosmo supporters may say, well, we rested players against the Eddies. Why do we have to rest them again? But it's a tough season and we have the depth to do it. So maybe that's what Gio will do. But we have to throw out the, the, the strongest lineup out there against the Silverbacks. So against the Silverbacks, my score prediction is a 2-1 to one Cosmos victory. Uh, a 1-1 one to one draw would be a fair one as well. Uh, would, would I be happy with that? No, but on the road, getting a point is decent. Two matches against the Silverbacks, you get two points. Come home and hopefully get... Uh, a victory against the Eddies and a, a must-win match as well. So, my starting 11 for the Cosmos or my projected starting 11 for the Cosmos against the Silverbacks is Lucky up front alongside Gaston Celerino. In the middle, Marcos... No, in the middle, Andres Flores. Defensive mid, Andres... F I mean, oh my god, I'm sorry. Up top, Gaston Celerino. Alongside him, Lucky. In the middle, Andres Flores. Defensive mid, Marco Senna. On the left side, Leonardo Fernandez. Leo Fernandez. On the right side, Restrepo. Back four, Ayose. Caceres. Mendez. And Hunter Freeman. And in goal, Jimmy Maurer. That's the strongest squad we can put out there. Raul is the biggest question mark. And I would not chance Raul either. I would just sit him out, make him travel with the team, put him on the bench in Atlanta. If we need him off the bench, great. If we're down, maybe he can provide that spark, great. But I don't want to risk hurting Raul just because we wanted to start against the Silverbacks. So, that's my take on the Cosmos against the Silverbacks. And tweet your score predictions at One Team Pod on Twitter. Hopefully, you guys are correct because, as Paul said, uh, it's really hard uh, to predict a correct score because Paul did it and it's his second time that he's done it. And. A very, very tough time to do that. So, the Eddies, well, talking about the combined table, something that Cosmos supporters 
want their club to do is win the combined table. The Cosmos are in third place in the combined with 44 points. Second, we got Minnesota United, 46. And the Ottawa Fury with 48. Fury are on fire. We saw that when they beat us at home. On a Tuesday night. Minnesota, another tough squad that we faced. So, the biggest question that supporters may have is, can the Cosmos win the combined table? Can they do it? Is it possible? Yes, it is. But we sort of control our own destiny because we need to get the great results. We need to win potentially every match. That's what we have to do. Or get the most points that we could in every match. If it's one point, if that's all we can get is a point out of against the Silverbacks, then that's okay. So winning the combined table, it's possible, but we need to get our results that we need. Also, we need the teams in front of us to lose, we need we need them to drop points. If it's United, the Fury, whatever, we need for all that to happen for us to potentially win the combined table. For people that don't know what winning the combined table is or what it means for the Cosmos, is that if they make it to the soccer ball, they are able to host it. Which if they do, they will play at Hofstra. That's where they will play the soccer ball if they are able to win the combined table and if they make it to the final. Also, the semifinals will be played at Hofstra, I mean, at MCU Park in Coney Island. Moving on with international soccer. Something or two topics that we are going to cover and then we are going to get to a new topic on the show called Hot Topic with Christian. If you guys didn't know, we have, or we used to have, a segment on the show called Into the Zone. But he was no longer able to do the segment uh, because he's very, very busy. So we have a new segment for you guys, our diehard supporters of the show. And you guys can fall in love with a brand new segment that we call Hot Topic with Christian, where he just discusses the important soccer issues to him. So we will get to that later on in the show, but talking about two very important issues in the soccer world. First of all, Sepp Blatter. And we had a show about him recently, how he is so corrupt, that he had an interview with BBC, and he said that he is not corrupt, and that he can't control other confederations in FIFA. That's what we talked about on an episode a couple weeks ago. You can check it out on the channel called Set Bladder is Corrupt. If you are interested in that. But recently Set Bladder has got some things to talk about. Sponsors of FIFA have called for Sepp Blatter to resign. Sponsors of FIFA are finally, are finally doing this. People have called for them to drop out of supporting FIFA, of what they're doing. But these big sponsors who spend so much money to market their business in a very corrupt organization are calling Sepp Blatter to resign. Is he going to do it? Well, he said no. This guy just doesn't want to resign for some reason. He knows he's corrupt. He knows what he's doing wrong. But he just does not want to give it up. People don't like him anymore. The tide is changing. So we want to see a change. 
in FIFA, we want to see this organization getting clean. The U.S. authorities are trying to do that. They may be the only authority trying to do that, maybe with some other authorities throughout the world, trying to go after these corrupt people in FIFA besides Sepp Blatter. There are people in FIFA who are corrupt besides the main man himself. If they go after these people, then FIFA's going to be great. It is. But it's really, really big that sponsors are calling for him to resign and he just doesn't want to give it up. Sponsors should just not pay FIFA anymore. Should protest. Then he may open his eyes and say, well, look what I'm doing wrong. Look what's going on with an organization that I have been running to the ground. He thinks he's popular throughout the world. He thinks he's doing good. And the funniest part is that the organization that he's been running for over 40 years, he thinks it's successful. It's not. Corruption with FIFA bids. Stadiums that were being built. Uh, money being given to different um, confederations. Different organizations. What's wrong with Sepp Blatter? Are we ever going to see a FIFA or a new FIFA president? These are questions that we don't know if they're ever going to be answered. Because the uncertainty of Sepp Blatter as our president of an organization, of a sport that we love. We don't want this guy running FIFA anymore. Brendan Rodgers... He has been sacked by Liverpool and Liverpool supporters might be happy about this. He has not been getting the results that the club wanted or he wanted either. And uh, the Merseyside Derby, he got a 1-1 draw. And the ownership just didn't like that result. That was the end for Brendan Rodgers. And that was it. He's gone. Now rumors are circulating saying Jurgen Klopp may be taking over Liverpool. The latest rumor I saw was a four-year deal potentially being signed on Friday or be confirmed Friday that Klopp will take over Liverpool. My issue with Klopp potentially taking over Liverpool is some teams, and I'm not saying especially Liverpool, but I'm saying... Teams in general, they want quick fixes. I'm not saying Jurgen Klopp is that quick fix. Could he turn around Liverpool to a winning side? Yes, he can. But teams throughout the world, they want to get that big name. They want to get that big name player, that big name manager into their side so they can win championships today. With Liverpool... And this is what I feel. Other people may feel that Liverpool can win a trophy. I'm not saying the title, but I'm saying a trophy this season. I feel that Jurgen Klopp, if he does take over Liverpool, I don't think they are a very competitive side this year. He's going to try his hardest, but Brendan Rodgers has brought in His players has brought in players that play his style of play. It's going to take a while for them to live and breathe Jurgen Klopp's football. It's going to take a very long time. And the ownership, the supporters of Liverpool have to understand that. If they don't, that's when a club and... Supporters get impatient that they just hired a brand new coach and they may get impatient and 
They want to win a title. They want to be in the top four or the top five this season. It may not be possible because ownership did not change the manager before the season started. Did not make everything right before this panic of should we fire him or not. Jurgen Klopp, if you do coach Liverpool, he's going to be a great coach. He sure is. I wish him the best of luck if he does get the job. But who else is there to coach Liverpool? Ancelotti, I think he's a no-go. I don't think he's ever going to coach Liverpool. The favorite, the popular candidate, is Jurgen Klopp. Jurgen Klopp to Liverpool, strongest rumors worldwide. Liverpool outlets are eating this story up. And it, and it's going to happen. It really is going to happen. By the weekend, you're going to see Jurgen Klopp to Liverpool. What are your thoughts on Klopp to Liverpool? Is it going to be a success in his first season? Can that happen? Or is this going to be... A process of building. Building the club up. Because that's what I feel Klopp is. He's a builder. That he needs to build these pieces to have this club to be very successful in the future. So I don't think it's going to happen overnight. Eventually, you're going to see the benefit of having Klopp as your manager. Getting to our new segment on the show called Hot Topic with Christian. He talks about Brendan Rodgers from his his opinion as a Liverpool supporter. Here it is, our new segment on the show. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. Tweet at us at one team pod if you enjoy the new segment called Hot Topic with Christian. And here it is, our brand new segment. Enjoy, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the new segment called Hot Topic with Christian Cordoba on the First Team Podcast. We are going to talk about soccer around the world. Um, starting with the biggest biggest thing that's happened is Brendan Rodgers getting sacked by Liverpool. Uh, I think it's very time as a Liverpool fan, I think it's time for him to be sacked. He he wasn't just getting the results, and when he did, it would be scraping against a team that 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 just got promoted or a team that actually are in very bad form, which is which is something as a Liverpool fan we do not want to see. After uh, two years ago, we were winning every single game. We had our starting eleven. We had a very good team, and he just and since the year that Luis Suarez left. He 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 just he he decided to not put his one hundred and ten percent in the game. Uh, going into this, I believe he did deserve to get sacked. Two years ago, we were winning games. He he had he had people he had people telling him that he did good. Uh, he he showed himself that first year. Second year, he wasn't getting results. We were on a I believe a seven game winning streak. Including defeating Manchester City, but I think I think the sixth position, uh, the position that we ended, which was sixth place, was actually deserving from our performances that we did um, this year. From where I'm saying, Brendan Rodgers isn't giving his 100 uh, percent. He isn't giving his 100 percent at all. Um, I think. I think he deserved to be sacked. I think he should have been sacked since the day we started the season because he just he bought all these players, saying he doesn't have world class players. Which Benteke is a world class striker, and the rest are very very good individuals. I think he should he should have been sacked since the beginning of the season. 
uh, going into the future, who is going to take his 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 position? I think it would be Jurgen Klopp. Uh, they already said they were disinterested in Carlo Ancelotti, which is a very very stupid thing to say out loud. Who would not want Carlo Ancelotti? Because I think in his his career as a manager, Carlo Ancelotti, I think if he would call his manager or his agent and say, I want to coach this team, he would automatically get the job because of that's how good his his um, his record was. Uh, he went to Real Madrid. He won La Decima, which is his 10th Champions League, won the league with Chelsea, played, uh, managed PSG, Inter Milan. He was a very good coach in general. Uh, going into this, I believe Jurgen Klopp may have the job in less than three months. He's a very good coach. He connects with the he connects with the um, with the fans. I don't know if you've ever you guys have ever known him, but he managed Dortmund. Uh, he made them go to the uh, Champions League final against Bayern Munich, which sadly they lost, which they did not deserve to lose. Very good coach. Connects with the fans. Uh, he puts his 120% out every single game, screams at the players when they're not doing right. When they're doing wrong, he screams at them even more. He's doing the right. He gets them. He makes players He makes players individually very, very good. Uh, and finishing off this uh, segment, Jurgen Klopp. I think he signed a deal for about three years. I believe that. And, well, yeah, that's it. Thank you so much for joining Hot Topic today. And I'll see you next podcast. And thank you, John, for giving me this little segment again. And you guys all have a blessed day. Thank you. That was Christian. And no problem, Christian. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Enjoyed his thoughts on Jurgen Klopp potentially to Liverpool and Brendan Rodgers getting sacked. So, score predictions for FC Edmonton, New York Cosmos. We may have a show, a special two shows in one week, leading up to FC Edmonton, New York Cosmos, maybe talking about the Silverbacks match, and maybe giving a little more insight on the Edmonton match, because we may know a lot more after the Cosmos face the Silverbacks. So, I will give you my score prediction against Edmonton. I believe it's going to be a tight match. We lost the first one, so I feel a 2-1 victory is fair. Edmonton is not going to want to lose again. They're fighting, fighting to be in the postseason, in the playoffs, whatever you want to call it, the championship. So... The thing about this league, about the NASL, is that they're going to face teams that are fighting to get into that fourth seed. They're, the Silverbacks are fighting. Edmonton are fighting. That's going to be a problem towards the end of the season. There's only a month left. We have about four matches to go. The last match is on Halloween against the Rowdies at home. So that's going to be a very exciting match. And the semifinal is going to be in Coney Island. So a very exciting last month of the season. Hopefully the Cosmos can be confident, can get back to their winning ways. Getting three points for the rest of the month is what we need to win the combined table. That's the end goal for the team, is to win the combined table. If they win the semifinal, they go and host the... Or they host if they win the combined table. But the main problem is that we're third in the combined. If the season ends today, we will be playing the third seed... I mean, the second seed team. We will be playing Minnesota United. So, Ottawa will be playing fourth seed strikers. 
and the Cosmos will be playing third seed United, which is going to be a great championship. It's going to be a great semifinal match, especially the Fury Strikers. That match is always exciting as well. So if the season if the season ended today, that is the scene that we will see. I personally believe that it will change by the time the official seedings are released. Uh, that is just my opinion. So thank you everyone for tuning in. I want to thank Paul from Gorilla Talk for coming on. I want to thank Christian for recording the first piece of his segment. And we're hoping for a lot more segments on the show. If you guys enjoyed the segment, tweet at us at one team pod. Uh, comment on the profile on our channel below. If you want to follow us on Twitter at one team pod, Facebook at the first team podcast, give us a like, subscribe to our channel here on audioboom.com slash first team pod. We have t-shirts for sale as well. Pick up a shirt. For a limited time only, they're only available for a couple of weeks, so pick them up while they last. My name is John Frashante. You can follow me on Twitter at jfrashante1. Thank you, Cosmos Country, for tuning in. What are your thoughts on the Cosmos against the Silverbacks? Do you want to see a rotated squad? Also, the Eddies. Thoughts on Eddies New York Cosmos. Can we get revenge? Hopefully we can. Also, the second seed, that's where the Cosmos are. Do you think we will win the combined seed? I want to hear your opinion. I want to hear your thoughts. And you can tweet us at one team pod using the hashtag first team. And you will have your comment, your question, your suggestion talked about, discussed on our next episode. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Have a great week. Cosmos Country.